1: Good evening and welcome to From the Median, where we are concerned with the middle ground, not just to understand both sides of an argument, but also to awaken the consciences of those who are neutral or indifferent to this, the greatest civil rights movement of all times, the pro-life movement. Listeners, it's so great to have you with us all as usual. And I just wanted to tell you that I am very excited right now to introduce to you again, I think the last time I introduced you to him, to my guest right now, was probably a good 15 years ago. But you know, what goes around comes around and he's back on the show again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it only took me 15 years. It only
1: took you 15 years. Raymond Arroyo, the, the famous Raymond Arroyo is back on the show again. And I'm so thrilled to have him back here to talk about something very, very fun. It's, you know, it's Christmas time. It's time for us all to sit back and relax and enjoy and recognize why we have Christmas. Why is it that we get together? Why is it that we have our children so excited? What is it that, that makes the season so beautiful? And of course, it is the, the birth of Jesus Christ. But together with that, God has given us this incredible gift and this incredible joy of singing and songs. And my dear friend Raymond Arroyo, who's most known for his the, the world over on EWTN, is also Unbeknownst to many of you, he is also an incredible singer. He knows how to do stage. uh, He does dance. He does everything, and he has just got together and he has produced. I'm going to let him tell you all about it. But he has produced a beautiful album and and is now actually on tour across America with his Merry and Bright Christmas Show. Raymond, it's so great to have you on the show.
0: Oh, Molly, thank you for having me. Look, I'm delighted. And this this really was a labor of love that kind of came out of uh, the, the Christmas shows I do for EWTN because viewers there over many years... And a, a particular record producer uh, saw me singing with Johnny Mathis and Andy Williams and Aaron Neville. I mean, these incredible vocalists over the years. And they approached me earlier in June and said, would you do a Christmas album? And I thought originally, no, I don't want to do a Christmas album. I know what that involves. That's a lot of work. And then I thought about it. I prayed about it. Um, and I thought, well, let me see if there's something original that we can contribute to the songs to the conveyance of them and uh, you know you mentioned it earlier you the, the whole reason we celebrate christmas obviously is the birth of christ the coming of god as man and the wonder of that the um unexpected shock historically of that moment that we not only commemorate but it it, it continues it's revisited every year and these songs when i looked at the songs molly and i pulled them all and printed them i had about 60 songs and each one was almost like a prayer yeah they and the reason i say that these songs are like prayers this christmas canon of music they are at once in the present in the past And in the future, your great-grandparents sang these songs. We're singing them today. And your children's children's children will be singing them tomorrow. These very same songs. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, that's worth exploring more deeply. So I did a deep dive into each of them, why they were written, how they were written, the context in which they were created, who wrote them, and what they intended. And I discovered that our assumptions of these songs, the way we've been receiving them, what we think of them has actually been incorrect. So um, I got together with Kevin Koska, not Kevin Costner, but Kevin Koska. He is an arranger, an incredible orchestrator. Um, if you don't know Kevin's name, you certainly know his work. He did uh, The Greatest Showman and Jungle Book for Disney and, and The Lion King, uh, The Dark Knight, Passion of the Christ. He arranged all of those film scores. But his background is in big ba- band orchestrations. And Kevin and I together went through song by song and sort of rebuilt them um, in a way that was obviously in the big band setting, but that conformed to the original intent of the song so that you will hear them anew. And I am so elated. I mean, the album has been out for a few months now. It's been the number one best-selling jazz album on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. We landed on the Billboard holiday and jazz charts, and that is all attributable, I think, to that clarity of purpose. People are hearing the lyrics and hearing these songs in a new way, and they can't even describe why, but it's it's enjoyable and toe tapping and a lot of fun.
1: Oh, unbelievable! Honestly, Raymond, and I think of of, of um, the impact. I remember, you know, way back when when you and I first got mm-hmm. to know each other. Yes, uh, you did. You you came and you you were a, you were one of our presenters at our Choose Life luncheon, and yeah. you did a little tap dance and a little song, and and it was at the time. Why did you leave that? It, you are so good at it. I mean, it's just well, amazing. It's just absolutely amazing what you what
0: Well, you know, Molly. I think. Look, my background, and in, in, in just for those who don't, you know, for those who only know me from TV or from my books, uh, in my background, I, you know, I did musicals in the past. I was trained as an actor, so yeah, it was a part of my training, and I bring that to all my work. I mean, yeah, the truth is, absolutely. whether I'm writing fiction or nonfiction, it's storytelling to me, no matter how you do it. Um, but the, the, the singing thing, I will tell you, part of the reason 25 years ago, I thought I'd left it behind is. It's a lot of work, Molly. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's physically it's a, it. yeah. yeah, it's a great, you know, yeah. it 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 requires a certain um, you know, discipline. Uh, I had to go back into training. I wasn't going to just get up and, you know, record an album because I knew the breath support, the phrasing I needed. Yeah. Um there there are just there, there's so many little things that physically you have to sort of be ready for. And then when you take it on the road and you do everything in succession, there there's a whole new set of demands. So um yeah, it's been but it's been wonderful. I mean the reception has been incredible. Uh people are starved for joy, Molly. Yeah, you're They're so desperate right. for joy. You're so They're right. Desperate to come together and um experience something good and uplifting. And I think it's so important for families, particularly this time of year. And there's so few things for families to be a part of. So, you know, I'm I'm coming to Cleveland on December fifteenth this week. Um, and Frankie Avalon is with me, I'm bringing the band it's an incredible um, it, I, I almost consider it a family reunion yeah. because it's all of these you know hundreds and hundreds of people coming together and gathering around why we celebrate Christmas exactly. and having a good time doing
1: exactly. it. Exactly. So you can go to you actually on our we just put out a, a press release about this folks so you can go to our, um, exactly. our website and find it there but you can also go to Raymond's website and pick up all the tickets there. Um, it's Raymond Arroyo Christmas dot com slash tour and then you'll get the, the details there. It's going to be at the um the KeyBank State Theater at Playhouse Square, and of yes. course, as as Raymond mentioned, special guest Frankie Avalon. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's also you know double double great thing there. Yeah. And you know, Raymond, you're so right about the, the bringing the the whole Christmas spirit back. You know, for a number of years we've had this whole push to stop people from saying Merry Christmas and you know doing all of that kind of mm-hmm. thing and, and and I think I think in many instances we've beaten it because I was I was very surprised this year where everywhere I'm going, the, you know, the, the people that are serving me in the stores are saying to me "Merry Christmas." So I think this is wonderful. And what you are doing now is something that is so needed. We dropped away from that for a while as everybody was getting woke, and then they got now oh, hopefully they're unwoke and they're back at <laughs> doing all this kind of stuff again.
0: <laughs> it, you do see in the culture there's this sort of pressure. To um, push aside or blunt not only religious celebrations around Christmas but even secular ones, tree lightings forget the nativity they, they don 't even want tree lightings to happen publicly. This has to be resisted yeah. and and part of part of this journey, part of this album and the tour I think is. You know, to say, wait a minute, this is, this is Christmas time. This is how we celebrate. And these are the traditions that our great, great, great grandparents passed along to us and that we have to pass along to our children. It's, it's part of our patrimony. Mm-hmm. And so I see it as, not only um, a joyous moment that we need to take at the end of the year, um, but a, a moment to focus anew on why we do all of this, right. and 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 you know the the source of all of hope in the world, and it is the Christ child. And so these beautiful songs, Molly, when I broke them down, when you hear the lyrics, they're almost Shakespearean. I mean, uh, Hark the herald angels sing. There are lyrics there that I just ignored or missed my whole life. And in this arrangement, when you hear them in this kind of dynamic arrangement, which we wanted to restore, because the song was meant to be imparted in a dynamic kind of, you know, direct Mm -hmm. style. And we have for so many years flattened it with boring choirs and off-key, you know, singers. Mm -hmm. A song like that needs to be vibrant and, Mm -hmm. and punchy. And when you hear that line, veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, behold the incarnate deity. There is a power in those words. There's a power in those thoughts. And I think Um, it's really important to, to again, pass it on, refresh it for the new generation. And that's really what we're doing. And, and look, the band is fun. Who can escape the power of a big band when it's moving and, and, and particularly this band? They're, they're infectious, wonderful arrangements. They sweep over you and they sort of take you away with them. And, um, I wanted that to be the vehicle that we communicate this incredible, beautiful, um, and important, Words and lyrics that I think have been lost or obscured over time
1: absolutely you also have a, a whole you know you, you went through the, the 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 carols that you are singing um mm. and, and you you know you mentioned to me when I, you and I are going back and forth um that there are a number of of, of beautiful beautiful carols that we just as you said for, have forgotten what the meanings <laughs> are we three kings, what about that one?
0: Oh, We Three Kings. We do this in a very interesting way, and this is kind of my creation, and we did it on the album, and uh, I, I love that people are, are sort of fascinated by it. I've gotten a lot of nice emails and calls about that that particular cut, and we do it on the road as well. Um, I took the first Noel, and everybody knows the first Noel. That goes back to the Middle Ages, that song. Oh, wow. I mean, again, the the historicity of these songs, how they're tied to – You know, not only the history of humanity, the history of Christianity, but what it took to keep them going, Molly. People forget, you know, Oliver Cromwell. Well, you know this as a Brit. Uh, Well, you're not a a Brit. But but you have a beautiful
1: history. You
0: you have British ancestry. I forgot about that. Uh, I had to correct myself. But Oliver Cromwell, for about 40 years, outlawed the singing of carols in England. And during that entire period, you had these renegade groups of very strong, believing people, uh, churchgoers, who would go door to door during the Christmas season to the wealthy who they knew were in agreement with them, and they would sing outside their homes for goodies. And this is how the, the tradition of caroling taking going and singing in the streets going door to door that's where it came from it was kind of an underground way to keep the old traditional hymns and and uh christmas carols alive that's where that whole tradition came from so that alone shows you the power uh to resist even government oppression (laughs) even when they want to stamp god out but um when i was putting together this beautiful um medley we took First Noel, and I joined it with what is vulgarly known as We Three Kings. I say that because I have a particular upsetment about that song. I love the title, which the original title is called The Quest of the Magi. Which is oh, so wow. beautiful, and but the problem is this, from a historic point of view, and I change it in our our rendition. Uh, they were not three; they were not kings, and they were not from the Far East. Other than that, it's a great song. But uh, so I adapted it a little bit in our version. It's We Magi of Orientar, because. Um, a lot of the, I did a book a few years ago called The Wise Men Who Found Christmas. What I discovered is these men were, and the scripture says they're magi, meaning they're consults of a king. They're, they they were, you know, interpreters of dreams and, uh, astrologers. They were not kings. And they were certainly not from the Orient. They wouldn't have been able to pass through all of these Middle Eastern kingdoms to get to Judea at the time. So I adapted the lyric. In our version, it's we magi of Orient art. But the rest of the song stands firm. And I love the song about yeah. the gold and the frankincense and the myrrh presented. And, you know, and the, the, there's a sweep to it. And um in our rendition, I, I told Kevin when we talked about it, these men were risking their lives, which we don't realize. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the way we see, you know, the kind of magi with the, you know, camels clumping through the desert. It looks like it's a pr- slow parade or something. No, no, no. This was actually a high stakes. Royal diplomatic mission they were on. They probably lived in modern-day Petra, just to give everybody background, um, which uh, was the kingdom of Nabatea on the other side of the Dead Sea. So they were from the Orient, meaning east of Jerusalem. But not the far Orient, not exactly. the far East. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they traveled probably by horseback. You know, they, they, the kingdom of Nabatea created the Arabian horses. So in, in all likelihood, they traveled by horse to see the Christ child. But there were a lot of the old texts talk about more than 12 or 16 magi. So there may have been a big group of them, and they were on a religious mission. They wanted to see and touch and be with this Christ child whom they, they were awaiting the Messiah. So I thought, let's make this very urgent, let's give it real punch and our version almost sounds like a spy thriller in the desert so it's <laughs> a lot of fun
1: <laughs> Lovely. Well, I'm talking to Raymond Arroyo he is talking about his Christmas Merry and Bright tour he is going to be right here in Cleveland we've got such a treat coming up December 15 what a great way to, to start the, the whole season off well <clears throat> we've already started the season because we're already in Advent but to continue it and give it a real big punch in the middle of, of, of Advent I think this is wonderful so if you go to his website Ray Raymond Arroyo Christmas.com you can go onto our website as well we'll have it all there from the median uh, uh, I will post this up on my from the median website so it'll all that you, you've no excuse not to find out where to get your tickets from <laughs> so you can get there he's going to have a special guest with him Frankie Avalon will be with him um, it's going to be at Playhouse Square downtown in Cleveland and don't miss it folks do not miss this wonderful opportunity to, to get to see um, Raymond Arroyo and of course you all know that he is the host of um, the world over on EWTN. E- e- um, so, Raymond, let's talk a little bit more about some of the, um, you know, in you've got a wonderful little um, uh, clip there in, on your website about yeah. uh, with the, with an interview, you know, of of how you put this all together, and you mm-hmm. talk about uh, Felice Navidad. Tell, tell us a little bit about it's beautiful. Uh, look, I, when
0: I when I knew I was doing this album, uh, the first person I thought of was Jose Feliciano because in many ways if Mariah Carey is the queen of Christmas music, Jose is surely the king of Christmas music. <laughs> Every year, Feliz Navidad, that song is like an inescapable earworm. You can't get away from it, and it is this year, by the way, this week Billboard just announced Jose Feliciano's uh, Feliz Navidad is the number one streamed and listened to song of Christmas. It's number one this week. Wow. So the power and simplicity and sweetness of that song goes on and on and on. So I called Jose. Uh, I'd interviewed him many years before. And I said, Would you consider doing a new version of Feliz Navidad? And at first he said, Well, let's, what do you think we should do? And again, this is all about origin stories and how, if you know the, the the original vision of a song, it can guide the way you you impart it and the orchestration. So I said, look, you told me many years ago you wrote that song under duress. His record producer wanted an, an original Christmas song. They were already in the studio, Molly. And um, Jose said, well, I'm not. I don't know if I have a Christmas song in me. And he said, go and write about something personal, and do it fast. He wrote the song in 10 minutes, oh, literally 10 okay. minutes. And in his mind, Molly, he said, I, I had visions of my brothers and my mom and dad and I on the shores of Puerto Rico, that's where he grew up, um, singing the old Spanish Christmas carols, beating on little instruments and hitting it, playing a guitar and just singing together and having a joyous time. That's what he was hearing and seeing in his head when he wrote Feliz Navidad. So I said, Jose, I've heard that song thousands of times. That's never the visual image I've gotten. So could we do a very sweet sort of bossa nova, gentle intro? So you almost feel the palm tree swaying and the warmth of the, of the shoreline. And he agreed to do that. So we did a very tender, um, version of Feliz Navidad and it's like, two brothers singing on the seashore oh, and uh and beautiful. there's a there's a sweet ending on it where uh for the first time he sings we want to wish you a merry christmas rather than i want to wish you a merry christmas and people can hear that if you go to com. there are little clips there of the recording and uh of course as you said there's a there's a, a, a button there for tour tickets and i hope you'll come see us in cleveland
1: well, the, I'm sure they will after listening to this wonderful you, – you, you explaining it all to us. Tell us too quickly, um, uh, Raymond, about um, the, the band that you put together. The oh, boy. That, wow. Wow. They, they are, are phenomenal. Incredible. They are phenomenal.
0: Yeah. No, and, and that's why – I mean, it really has to be – if you haven't heard the album, go listen to it because, uh, you know, hear the clips and, and go get it. Download it, stream it, however you get your music. It's available everywhere at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Spotify, yeah. uh, the Apple Music. But what I, I love the band. And you know, Molly, I knew if I was going to do this, I wanted to be surrounded by the best guys we could find. And we assembled some of the best side men, trumpeters and saxophonists and, and, um, uh, my pianist and drummer. These guys have backed Ella Fitzgerald and, oh, and Ray goodness. Charles and Aretha Franklin. I mean, these are the best big band players in the country. And the beautiful thing is many of them, and again, this is all, I think, providential too. All of these men play have played together for 20, 30, in some cases, 40 years. Uh, they went to high school together. So there's a not only personal familiarity. There's a musical familiarity among them. So they know where the other guy's going, and they, they, they sort of move as a unit. But the ease, the joy... The, um, sense of fun and play that we had in that studio and we recorded everything live. I didn't, you know, a lot of singers today, a lot of these albums, they, they were, the band is recorded months before and then they bring the singer into a studio so they can make mistakes and do their thing in the booth. Um, and then they kind of edit it all together later. We didn't do that. I said, you know what, if we're going to do, a, you know, an old school album, we're going to do it the old school way. And my heroes, Frank Sinatra and Nat King Cole and Ella Fitzgerald, they would go into the studio with the band live and sing. Mistakes and all, you do it, you take the ride together. And we did that, and it was just—you can hear it in the recordings. They, they crackle. There's a there's a dynamism and an excitement and a vitality that you could not recapture in a sound booth. I, I don't think.
1: Absolutely, and, and you know they talk about that in the little clip that you have on your website mm. um, about you, mm-hmm. the fun you all had together. They said it mm. was just—it was such fun. They they just enjoyed it so much. So there was there seems to have been, um, and and for want of a better word, a God thing going on. Um, yeah, amongst all of you,
0: you they, without they, a doubt.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it it's a, it's a, there's a, look there's a um, there's a buoyant joy that you can't get from the world. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, you yep. you can plan things and there's a certain, and you can have a good time but then there's another level of joy and happiness that i think only comes through god and um we were literally footsteps from the the cathedral in new orleans we recorded this at little theater le petit theater right on the corner of uh, st peter and jackson square in the french quarter for people who visited they'll know this um and so it was it was literally steps away and you could feel um, that it was something special when we were doing it. Wow. And it wasn't without challenges, Molly. I mean, you know this. If you're doing something good, right. you know, yeah. I, you keep reading these scriptures, you know, every week at Mass, you see, sing a new song to the Lord. Sing a song to the Lord. Yeah. Sing a new, raise your voice yeah. to the Lord. Yeah. You know, all yeah. rivers and, and yeah. plains and rocks, sing out to the Lord. Well, that's what we were a part of, I feel, yeah. particularly this Christmas and at that moment. But it does come with um, challenges. There are always setbacks and difficulties. You know, my back went out two weeks before we recorded the thing. And um, oh. Jose Feliciano flew in to record live with me again. We wanted to do everything there. Um, and Jose was in Santo Domingo, I think. And uh, he flew in. His flight was supposed to get in at 4 p.m. He didn't land until 6 a.m. the next morning, his flight was delayed and delayed by more than 12 hours, and they lost all of his, not only all of his clothes, all of his instruments, everything, except for his one guitar that he plays on stage, and that's what he used in the recording. But, you know, so yeah. there are all these little kind of I I consider them little miracles. I told him he had the guardian angel of the baggage claim. You know, <laughs> she protected the one thing we needed, which was that guitar. He could have come in rags, but we needed that guitar. Goodness, we got it. Thank goodness.
1: Yeah. Exactly, yeah, when we do our "Bringing America Back to Life" convention every year, you uh, people have no idea the challenges. And actually, we start praying. We actually start. We'll start exactly. January first. We'll start a, a, a prayer team that will just get together, and you can sign up to pray for us because we've learned you cannot do that without you know having protection around you because there is. No, <laughs> if if you well, look if, at the
0: first Christmas, people yeah. we idealize. You know, we've we we've, we've, we've turned into kind of a Hallmark syrupy idea of Christmas. It, it, it was there was a danger at Christmas. Exactly. There was a darkness surrounding it, exactly. and people forget about that. I mean, that's why in that arrangement of the wise men we talked about a minute ago, it does have kind of the dangerous spy thriller feel. It's, you know, yeah. he goes, because they're, they're kind of hiding out. These wise men are darting around in the exactly. desert trying to get around the authorities to get to this child. Why? Because there's danger in the air. Exactly. And I think we've kind of edited that part of the story out, but Herod was pursuing this child. There were you know yes. there were people who didn't want him to come, and I feel any manifestation of him, any goodness, any light that is his. The same forces move into play. Exactly. So, <laughs>
1: I mean, December fifteenth at Playhouse Square here in Cleveland, Raymond will be here with his whole team, with everybody, with his players, with 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 um, Frankie, Avalon. Frankie Avalon, with everything. And you can just you go, go right now to Raymond Arroyo Christmas dot com get your tickets. Don't miss this amazing thing, Raymond Arroyo. Thank you so much. This is wonderful. We thank you for coming to Cleveland too. We really really M- want to Molly. The- it's everybody.
0: always a joy being with you, and um, and uh, the, the backstories of these songs i'll share with people and it's just a merry warm fun way to bring in christmas Christmas. and i think a touching way i hope and it refocuses us on what matters most so god bless you thank you for having me merry christmas
1: thank you same to you bye-bye don't go anywhere i will be back with you right after this very short break with another world-class inspiring guest